Jock Talk Podcast, episode number eight. We're back. Is it eight? Yeah, it's, yeah, eight, it's right? eight. It's eight. It's eight. Yeah, yeah. We're back. We're live. We're ready to go. Starting the new year off. Yeah. First, yeah, first part of the new year. Yeah, I mean, feels good. Uh, hope everyone had a great break, got into the bevies, got a little bit degenerate at the same time, responsible, especially if you got the kids, be responsible. You want to be, you know, a good example for them all, but starting the new year off 2024 episode eight, got a lot to talk about, uh, over the break, a ton of stuff happened in, in all, all the leagues, NHL, NFL playoff pitchers starting to shape up here as the season finished yesterday. Uh, and then we got, we got big, a big deal that just happened in the NHL today with, uh, one of our boys in blue. Um, but let's just uh, let's tap it out first. We'll just talk about uh, what to expect here for the pod going going forward in, in 2024. Uh, we're looking to be a lot more active on our socials. You want to tap into that? Yeah, it's a big it's a big year for for the Jock Talk Pod. Uh, 2024 is going to be a big year. We got the full full year here, full 12 months to go. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure we get the socials real active. We're gonna get you know some some of those polls going on Instagram and, you know, getting, getting some posts like daily posts, you know, all, all kinds of stuff really get, uh, really get the name out there. Uh, get, you know, just get us going. And then uh, we're, we're going to, we got a sneaky, sneaky little intro that could be coming soon to the pod that we're going to get, uh, get going here. It's in the works. So there's a, there's a lot coming up for the pod. There's a few more things we'll, uh, we'll touch on as the year goes on, I think, but those are just a couple things that we're looking to, to build on with the pod. We're gonna we're gonna we're looking to take it to the next level all the time. We're never never satisfied, you know. Always looking for that next level. Well, yeah, you know what? What do they say? You want to wake up. You want to be better than what you what your old version was. Your day yesterday. You want to be better than that. That's what we try to do out here. It's the it's the mamba mentality. Exactly. The mamba exactly. Mentality fresh slate every morning. You wake up. <laughs> you get those feet over the bed. You kick the sheets. You start your day. It's a fresh day. More opportunity. That's how we look at it. Um, but yeah, more active exactly. on the social, Instagram especially. We're going to start linking our socials in uh, in the link for Apple and uh, Spotify. So once you get onto the Spotify or Apple page, you just click on to, to our uh, our channel and you'll, you'll see our, our socials. We got, uh, we got Twitter, right? We do have Twitter. It's not really up and running yet. It's kind of uh, under under construction, I guess that you could say right now. But we'll, uh, we're, like I said, we're gonna get everything up and running. It's a slow process. Yeah, our Instagram uh, pops. We we've said multiple times. Yeah, we've said multiple times. This is a this is just a hobby for now. So it's on the side, but it, we'll we'll get everything. Hundred percent. Plus, uh, with the Instagram, you, like you said, you'll you'll expect some news. Uh, so you know, hey, listen, we're your average Joes, but we're not your average Joes. We got quite a bit of hockey insight, and we, and we are a little bit of. Uh, we like to start the rumor mill a little bit, get the rumor mill going. So I got a couple names I'll drop during the episode as, you know, the new year means more speculation, more trade rumors going around in, in the NHL. And uh, I, I got I got a couple names I want to throw out there to you, one especially for sure. So let's dive right into the biggest news of the day. Uh, your boy, Willie Styles. Eight more for 88. How are you? I, I mean, listen, what a deal. What a deal. Unbelievable contract, I, man. I like it. Highest paid in franchise Yeah, history. so want me to tell you why I love the deal so much? Let's go. Okay. Go so obviously, uh, if you've been living under a rock or don't have a cellular device near you because it was literally on every single news platform <laughs> known to man today, uh, the news broke on Saturday when the Leafs played the Sharks uh, in San Jose finishing off the, the West Coast road trip. And uh, we found from Elliot Freeman, right? It was Freeman on... Uh, was it like, what, what do they do? Like, the yeah, panel. they run like that segment yeah, after they, the first period the or second period. It was yeah, like whatever. a 32 thoughts pretty much, essentially. Uh, and he talked about Willie signing this deal. And at first, it broke on Spit and Chicklets a week and a half ago where the number was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was like 11.25, right? 
I didn't, I didn't even see yeah, that, to be I believe it was 11-2-5, and the only reason why it was 11-2-5 was they were comparing it to the David Pasternak deal. Um, I'm sure Michael Nylander, uh, Willie's dad, got in his ear a bit and said, buddy, you can you can cough up another – you can get another 250 out of it. <laughs> you can get another 250 out of these guys. Have you seen the prices of their beers at the game? So he did that. He got to work. Uh, they put pen to paper today. Eight years, $11.5 million. Contract kicks in next season. Um, I think it's a great deal just because of all the all the news that we've been hearing about the cap going up, especially in the next uh, two to three and then three to four years. I think that this is actually going to be a beneficial deal. I also understand the criticism for Willie at times, uh, like years ago, not so much last year and even this yeah, year. I was going to say yeah, he's not that player. Yeah, not anymore. so much last year and even this year. Um, but I mean, his numbers are there. He's having a stellar year this year, uh, 50 playoff games exactly on the button for his NHL career or something along those lines or pretty close, just 50 games. Oh, yeah. And, and he's it. got 40 points. So he's a proven, he's a proven, uh, point producer. No doubt. Uh, the 11.5 is going to catch people off guard, but listen, people wake up. This is the new era of contracts. We're going to be getting in this league, uh, from here on out. Yeah, think about, think about. Think about how much guys are going to be making five years from now, ten years from now. Like that 11-5 in five seasons isn't really going to be what it is right now. Like the cap's just going to keep going up. We're going to see a $100 million salary cap relatively soon. I'm going to call it within the next three to five seasons in the NHL. We're going to see a $100 million salary cap. So 11-5 for a player of, of Willie's caliber and you get that eighth year, it's just it's, – it's a great deal. It's a great deal. I can't see how anybody would hate it. I, I don't think he has – those haters anymore you know like your 50 year old uncle who hates the way he skates or something you know like those type yeah, of guys i don't think they're even out there anymore i think everybody just knows what this guy is capable of they know that that's his style of play it may look a little lazy but man his neutral zone play and the way he could just transition with the puck and and just explode up the ice and he's got a lethal shot passing abilities off the charts like vision all that stuff it's just he's a hell of a player I don't have to say it. You know it already. No, exactly. But it's it's a it's a it's a great deal. It's a great deal. There's a reason why he's the highest paid uh, Leaf in, in in franchise history. They don't, they're not just going to throw that around. You know, they they know what they got in this guy. And and I mean, so does anybody who's watched one Leaf game ever. One thing I love about Willie and in the entire negotiation process with him, him, his camp, the whole bit was uh, there was really no bullshit. Uh, he gave that number. Uh, he gave. I think he gave the eleven. 11.5 he probably came in around that ballpark him and his team probably came in around that ballpark and he got what he what he asked for um, but what I love about the entire negotiation process is that he stayed true to how much he wanted to be here in this city how much it meant for him to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs um, that I think it was no hesitation for for Bradtree living and, and Brandon Pridham and all those guys up in the front office to to put pen to paper and sign this contract uh, we're getting the best no, years of Willie too don't forget we're going to be getting the best years of Willie yeah we are it's very tidy work from Brad, like very sneaky, tidy work. Like just a, it's a great deal. Prioritizing the, the most important guy. And that's, that's who that is this off season. I know, you know, you got the Bertuzzi and the Domi contracts are expiring. You know, the goaltender uh, situation is all up, up in a lot of questions up in the air, but th this was priority. Number one, they got it done. Now we move on. I like that, uh, that from Brad, that's a great, great first major kind of signing for him as as gm of the leafs one little sneaky thing leafs uh they love their swedes eh dating all the way back you go uh salming with a big deal you get sundin with the big deal now you get 88 with a big deal you think uh like let me let me throw a scenario out here let's say the leafs win two cups in this uh the the, the big five era with riley nylander all, all those guys right let's say they win two cups not even just one two are all five of those guys getting their jerseys retired i would say so their numbers retired? 
I, I would, I, so I would too, say right? so too. Yeah. Um, if they're all still here. Yeah. If, if they're, they're all, all still, still here. here. Well, I mean, today solidified Willie I mean, is a leaf for life. Um, I yeah. think we Mo is a leaf. For Mo is a leaf for life. Uh, and I think we could also probably agree that AM's like Matthews is going to be a leaf for life. Um, I yeah, think, I would think yeah. so too, just because the guy's the face of the franchise. Um, and like, and he's making 13.5 next year, which makes me think that in when he's due for his contract and I guess it'd be six years from now, a new deal, he's going to be making close to $20 million. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like things would have to go so south for him not to, not to resign after the whole five year that hasn't even kicked in yet, but we're not even going to, that's so far. Yeah, it's so ahead. far ahead. I want to give you, I want to give you, uh, two things here. These are the comparable contracts to what Willie signed today. Uh, it's David Pashenak's deal. Um, he signed it when he was 27 years old. He's got an eight-year deal at 11.25. So that's the comparable I was giving you earlier. And then uh, Jonathan Huberto, he's making 10.5, but he signed his contract when he was 30. Yeah, that's the worst contract yeah. potentially in the history of the National Hockey League. But, I mean, listen, the Pasternak comparison, like I get that it's it's similar type player, same position, same number, whatever. But I don't know, man. Like that's two different – I don't know. I just don't see the comparison there. Like, I understand it, but for me, like, Willie's his own guy. He does his own things, like, just as Pasternak is. Like, they're two different players, in my in my opinion. I don't know. I just don't see the, the, the real comparison there. I get what people are saying, but for me, I, I don't see Well, it. I saw on Twitter today the biggest comparison going around. Obviously, Pasternak's is – you're right. He's in a different element, too. Like, they're just two different players. Um, I would say Artemi Panarin, his contract's almost, almost similar to what – Nylander signed, and I'm and That's a good yeah, name. and I'm and I'm taking Nylander right now over Panarin. I'm taking Nylander over a lot of a lot. I'm not of taking him over Pasternak. Like, this guy's not taking him over Pasternak. <laughs> Adam, yeah. Adam, yeah. Adam, smoke your head <laughs> off the table. You're not taking him over Pasternak, dude. Pasternak's money. I love my guys. You do, yeah, you do love, love your guys, but like, listen. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think this is going to be a beneficial deal. No matter what, dude. It's it's eight years. He'll be what when he retires? Thirty six, or he'll his contract story ending will be thirty six. I think so. somewhere yeah. around there. So like, leave for life. Um, said he wanted to be here. We can guarantee two things: Stanley Cup's coming to Toronto at some point, uh, and Million dinners percent. for the foreseeable future are on William Nylander for the team. <laughs> <laughs> for the foreseeable future, I'm telling you right now, like. This guy's rolling in dough. Sixty was it sixty nine million and signing bonus too? Yeah, sixty nine in signing, and then I think the first twenty seven million in the first two seasons <laughs> or something. Like just, just insane. Crazy. Well, well deserved. Um, unbelievable. 100%. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, hopefully he can uh, keep up what he's doing, and then I mean, your true, your true, like measuring stick will be the playoffs, right? Yeah, well, let's let's talk about what this team's doing right now. They're 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 on a bit of a heater. They're buzzing again. They've had a great California road trip. Uh, they're coming home tomorrow night to play the Sharks again. Uh, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, they swept the California road trip, didn't they? Not? Yeah, yeah, they swept the California road yeah. trip. They yeah. uh, they beat LA. They beat the Ducks in OT, and then they they convincingly beat the Sharks. Let me let's, let me say something here. Let me say something here before we get too deep into this. I want to start by saying this: that game against LA. First of all, actually, if if you didn't stay up to watch these games, you you don't. Breaking news! Breaking news! Board. Breaking you, news! Breaking the, news! Whoa! Breaking news! Okay. Um, all right. We're gonna drop this here. Complete side conversation to to the Leafs, but still has to do with the NHL. Big deal, actually. Uh, okay. The oh. Philadelphia Flyers have acquired Jamie Drysdale, 
in a second round selection Whoa. in 2025 uh, from the Anaheim Ducks for Cutter Gauthier. Wow. Yeah. He told the he told the Flyers organization that he did not want to uh, play there, uh, and so the Flyers dipped him off right away. That's a hell of a deal for the Flyers. That's and a the, massive. And the deal. Flyers, they're in a playoff spot right now, and they're playing pretty good hockey. Yeah, that is a huge deal for them. Wow, that is that's big. Yeah. That's big. Drysdale's a good player, and I'm surprised they got that much of a haul for a guy that like that guy that said he doesn't want to play there. Normally, when you get that kind of situation, like teams know that you have to move yeah. him. So. That's a that's a haul and a second round pick. That is a haul for the Flyers. Wow, and uh, listen, the the Flyers decor uh, of what Sean Walker and uh, I forget who the other partner was, but dude, they were in trade conversation at the beginning of the year. The Flyers were going to be sellers, but you know what? With the Devils pretty much falling apart, <laughs> and that like the Caps <laughs> not looking legit, the Islanders not looking legit, dude, the Flyers could legitimately get a metropolitan spot. The pens also stink. The pens stink, and, yeah. Uh, and it's the torts effect. Yeah, it is the torts. You're the right, you're right. Everyone's buying in. We talked about it earlier. Everybody's buying in, and it's making a lot of sense for those Philadelphia Flyers. Dude, they play every game the full 60, man. They finish their checks. They get pucks in deep. They're they're just... It's just such a good fit. Strate- yeah, it's strategically, like, so... Exactly. They got such a dynamic to their game. I love it. We'll go back to the Leaf conversation, yeah. but that's a hell of a deal. And breaking news. First breaking news in Jock Talk history. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, that is electric. Wow. Unbelievable. Great way to start the first part of the year. But yeah, let's let's go back to um, the uh, West Coast road trip. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the Leafs here. So uh, as I was saying, if you didn't stay up to watch, uh, you know, the 1030 Eastern and then 9 o'clock Eastern, you, you, you're you not a true, true blue and white fan. That's just my personal opinion. Because if you didn't stay up to watch that master class against the LA Kings on Tuesday night, that, that was their hands down the best game of the season. Potentially one of the best games I've seen in, in the Matthews era. That was unbelievable hockey from the top of the lineup all the way down, all the way from to Martin Jones, everybody. Even Keith behind the bench coached a hell of a game. That was the best game I have seen this team play in a very long time. Playoffs included. Playoffs included. That was the best game I've seen them play in a long hey, time. Hey, listen, in a big answering the bell from the game prior where they played the, uh, they played the, the Hurricanes and they looked awful. Uh, they they look like they forgot yeah. how to play with each other. They had no chemistry, nothing. They looked they looked ridiculous. Man, this does this team love the California sun or what? Dude, this <laughs> team they seem to buddy. Love it this out there. team loves the rock star lifestyle. Anything that's fucking should, rock star, they, this team loves it. Going out to Cali, shorts no, button down, chain gang out. They got all the chains on their neck. They love the <laughs> swagger. That's why, dude. I'm telling you right now, this team's got this vibe to it. They got this vibe to it. Like, dude. Going back to that L.A. conversation when we absolutely put a beating. I mean, stuffed the L.A. Kings in a locker, okay? Full 60. Full 60. How good did Tyler Bertuzzi look? He is on fire right now. This is the Bertuzzi that we signed a year for $5 million bucks or one year, $5 million, whatever, 5.5. Whatever he's getting paid, I don't care. Pay him 10 He is playing amazing right now. This is the Bertuzzi we were looking for. Hunting pucks, front of the net, mucking it up putting the puck in the net when he needs to get making the right pass. Like he is just lights out right now. Lights and then you're out. getting, but you're getting contribution at him from, like you said, top to bottom guys like Callie yarn croak dude, guys that aren't even putting numbers on the board, but are just playing the right way. Their positioning's proper. They're killing penalties like guys like Noah Gregor. And then you go on to dude. Martin Jones has been the saving grace of this hockey club because for a good week and a half period, 
we were in panic mode for goaltending wise, not the not the not the team itself, but just the conversation in net was a major question mark. Major. Um, he's put the damper on that fire quite a bit, which is great. Um, hopefully we get wool back soon, but is Martin Jones, our guy, we don't know. But as of right now, we love everything this guy is doing for our hockey club. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, I don't care about having a guy for an entire season. I want a guy who's hot at the right time. And if Martin Jones is hot at the playoffs, put Martin Jones in. If it's wall, put wall. If it's Samsonov somehow, put Samsonov. I don't care. I want the guy who is on fire when it comes playoff time, just as I want the guy who is on fire playing in the regular season. It's, it goes the same for me. I, I don't need to have a guy. Like, if Samsonov is struggling and it comes playoff time, why would you start him just because he's struggling? Like, you play the hot hand. That's, I'm with that 100%. And I want to go back to, to one thing you said earlier when we were, when we were just talking uh, – I forget what we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about the Flyers. Uh, buying in. This team looks like they're starting to buy in. It looks like they're all starting to kind of gel together and really – like I think they're realizing what they – they got something special in this room this year. It, it's it, Like Brad Tree Living has done a good job with the little pieces. It was what Dubas was trying to do for years, trying to find those little – those bottom of the lineup pieces just to insert and pl- plug and play kind of guys. Tree has done it in one offseason. Noah Gregor. Hell of an addition to that fourth line. When's the last time we had a fourth line left wing who stuck for more than ten games? Like, like seriously. Man. And, and and then and then go look at Simon or Simone, excuse me, Benoit. What a beast! What a beast! I was calling for that guy in training camp all year to get a, get a spot in the lineup. It took it took uh, what two months, and now he's he's locked in with McCabe, and it's a hell of a deep hell pairing. of a deep pairing. Hell of a deep pairing. It's what we've been we've been asking for a physical shutdown deep pairing, and they're physical and they're shutting down the opponent. Now I know their underlying numbers aren't fantastic. I was looking on uh, on one of the websites there, uh, but I don't really care because they're passing the eye test, and they're they're the main numbers that people mostly care about, and like you know plus minus and that kind of stuff. They're they're fine. Most of their starts are in the D zone, so you can't really look into the, that that stuff too much. That's my opinion. They also but the eye they test, also play yeah, passing. and they also play against uh, the other team's top lines to keep that in mind. Exactly. Yeah, Just exactly. because they're so heavy, they're heavy pairing in in your own D yeah. zone. Exactly. Yeah, and, and they're doing a good job at it. So you know what? They get scored on every once in a while. It's kind of expected, but. They're doing a hell of a job. He, he like the, the the plug and play kind of guys. It's just it's been a masterclass from True Living to this point in the season. I know we're only about halfway through, but it's been a masterclass. We so talked far. about in our last epi before the break, man. We said, "Hey, Boston Bruins, don't blink, don't blink, because we are right in your rear view." <laughs> yeah. Don't fall. Don't asleep. fall asleep. Don't now the problem is the, the Panthers are hot too. Uh, they've won seven in a row. They look good. Um, but listen. We're waiting for one of those teams to slip down the step a little bit, and then we fucking Iverson step right over them. That's exactly what we need. We're right there. We're knocking. Now, you're right. It's only January. We still got a couple months left until we get to playoff hockey. But they're buying in. They look good. We're getting contribution from top to bottom. Dude, even Max Domi, he's doing unbelievable. Um (laughs) I mean, Apple machine, Apple I, I, machine. I, I, why does everybody hate him as a three C because he's not a shutdown three C he's an offensive three C and he's playing de- defensively. They're playing just fine. By the way, I don't know what, what all that talk is about. Like, I, am I, I don't know. If so, I feel like sometimes people are watching a different game than I am. Like I, I, everything seems fine when they're playing well. I get when they have their bad games and they look brutal and you know, whatever, but every team has a bad game every now and then, but when they look good, they look good. And Domi is, is no exception. He looks fantastic. He is an Apple machine. You're right. I'm pretty sure he has – he's, like, up there in the league in terms of five-on-five five five assists, like, like tops in the league. Yeah. And he plays, like, ten minutes a night. Yeah. I mean, 
Listen, I love I love his deal, and I know he's going to be signing probably for the exact same amount, maybe a little bit of a pay raise because of how good he's been doing. We'll say like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar pay raise, but dude, he yeah. is a reliable three C. Um, I I would say personally, um, I can't give all the praise to this blue and white team. We love them. The only guy that's been a negative on my side just hasn't been playing the greatest. Actually, two guys: Nick Robertson, David Camp. That's about it. I've been okay with Nick Robertson's game. Like, I'm getting a little bit bothered by people saying that he's not the third line left wing. Can't be there. Well, like, why? Him and Domi have... They're, they got they're great cam. They fuck. got great cam. And they, they got great cam and they're fast as fuck. And uh, Robertson's got 11 points in 24 games. I, I, I don't know. Is that... Playing 10 minutes a night. Is that bad? Like, it, like where are you going to get a better third line left wing that makes 925k or whatever don't know but what robertson i'm saying I know it's like less than for robertson what i'm saying is it's, it's, it's the numbers like i get the numbers i get the 11 but like i get the 11 points what i'm saying adam is it's like it's losing the puck in the neutral zone when you can make the easy play it's just the little things with him uh, yes, david yeah. camp lost his, his defensive style a little bit to me um now at five on five yeah, yeah. five on five but on the penalty kill he's you still like you saw in that carolina yeah. game when he when he was health yeah. bombed oh my god yeah it was oh my god it was a disaster but five on five like it's not there it's not great but i also haven't minded it too much like listen we're, we're now we're nitpicking you know like we're, we're picking on a fourth line center here him with mcmahon and, and gregor i haven't had too much of a problem with i like when they're when they're on the puck in, in the in the ozone the four check they're they're great um, the D zone, yeah, McMahon and him, some adventures sometimes for sure. But uh, I'm confident Camp will figure it out. That guy's a vet, dude. He'll figure it out. That's his game. His his. Listen, I think it's a lot easier for a guy to figure out uh, defensive woes than it is offensive. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah, like listen, he could come around at the same time though. I'm just saying, like, just a little bit disappointing. But not everybody could fire at the same time. It doesn't work that way. And that's why, like, what makes teams Never, great, sorry. right, is that when those guys that are always firing aren't, you got the other guys in the bottom six that score you those big goals and, and make those big plays. So you're right. Come around. I could see him scoring a big goal uh, come playoff time. But the Leafs are looking great. 100%. They play the Sharks. Um, they play the Sharks on Tuesday. And then they play, what, Saturday, Sunday? They play Thursday uh against let me pull it up here so they got sharks tuesday islanders thursday in long island here come the boo birds and the crybaby isles fans again here and they're go. looking for a win the islanders um, sitting in a wild card spot it's looking tight in the east right now they're they're at the top wild card with 46 points and then the devils are right yeah. behind them with 44 we could probably do an entire yeah. episode on the new, on the new jersey devils uh <laughs> producer gabe probably would not appreciate that oh yeah <laughs> Oh, he'd, he'd probably cut. He'd, he'd probably say that the audio <laughs> fucking got destroyed or some bullshit. He'd be he'd be punching air editing it the whole yeah. time. <laughs> that, that app wouldn't make that um, app would not make it out. I'm telling you right now. No, no, not a chance. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. Then they got they got the abs on Saturday, and then we got boots on the ground Sunday. Yes, boots on the ground Sunday against the against, uh, against the Red Wings. It's gonna be good. So we'll we'll probably we'll probably do a pod. Our next pod we'll probably record again on a mon- on next Monday, yeah. and then drop it on Tuesday because we'll we'll save you know the boots on the ground whole experience and all that we'll talk about it monday yeah. drop next epi tuesday but anyways i think that pretty much sums up blue and white for now let's let's talk um, about two things here or, uh, i just want to highlight one team and then i want to highlight uh a guy's name i heard floating around and then we can get right into the uh the nfl conversation because fuck it it's playoff time yeah yeah we can't do uh too much highlighting the teams how we usually yeah, do because yeah. uh it's uh it's nfl playoffs but i'm down for one or two what okay do you got? i got the jets they've looked good 
Uh, I watched their game last night. I know. I know. Fuck the Jets. I know. You could have said any other team. Well, I wanted me to highlight the Oilers because they got seven in a row. So I'm not going to talk. I'm not talking about them. Let's talk about the Jets. I watched their game last night. They played the Yotes at the mullet. Uh, Dude, they're looking dominant, man. And a lot of the – when I'm watching the play happen and I'm watching guys like Shifley, Ehlers, um, dude, Hellebuck is a unbelievable goaltender. Like – they also, were delusional when it comes to even playoff time. They, I know, but yeah, I think the team lets him down more than anything. But um, they were delusional to have that guy's name in trade conversation last year, unless they were trying to drive up oh, a yeah, value, a right? Goaltender. They were they trying to drive up value because uh, that made no sense. Now they did the double ink and they signed Shifley and him. What identical deals? Um, you're right. Yeah. The Jets could probably die out. Their bottom six isn't the greatest. Um, but man, they're just playing well. Their last 10, they're eight, Oh, and two, their goal differentials plus 38. Like Adam, they're a solid team, man. They're a solid team. It's just a hot streak. <laughs> Buddy, they're first in the league. Yeah. It's just a hot streak. <laughs> All right. The fucking, the Canucks were first in the league too, for a, for a few weeks there. Look at them now. So it's just a hot streak. I hate the jets, dude. They're not, they're nothing, man. Uh, talk to me playoff time when it comes to the jets, when, when Hellebuck shrinks to the mental midget that he is and three of their guys on the back end get hurt all of a sudden. And it's, it's the same old story with the jets every why? season. You don't think, you don't think they are, they are so fraud. Why? I don't think Nate Schmidt's a Norris trophy defenseman. <laughs> no, Neil. Neil <laughs> uh, you're right. It, they got a pretty thin back end. Um, but dude, when a team's clicking, a team's clicking. And so we, we got to give a shout out to the jets. Uh, and then that's fine. And when, and when a team gets bailed out by their goaltender 30 times for 30 saves every night they, that they also, you know, get bailed out by their goaltender. It looks like they're clicking. So whatever, you know, we'll leave it at that with the jets. I can't highlight one more team time on a team like that. <laughs> We're going to highlight one more team. We shot on them a couple episodes ago. Uh, we got to give them a little bit of praise. Now they're making their way back into the playoff picture. The Seattle Kraken. Sick. I don't hate Seattle. That's yeah, fine. you got. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. Those are one of the franchises where, like, it's your little brother, right? It's your little brother. You're walking him to school. Yeah, you're walking yeah, him to the bus. Just... You got to, you know, say, say bye, give him his uncrustable, and you send him off for the day. <laughs> it's your little brother. So that's exactly what it is. The Seattle Kraken, eight zero and two in their last ten. Uh, they got off to a horrendous start to the season. Uh, but I think that the outdoor game helped them a lot. Beating Vegas gave gave the vibe a little bit. Yeah. Put the vibes up in the room. Uh, so shout out Seattle. Well, we all knew they weren't. We all knew they weren't as bad as they were to start the year, but they're uh, they're turning around. They'll, they'll be all right. They'll make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, at well, least. I, I don't think Nashville's going to stick around in there. I think Nashville will fall out and and they'll slide right in. Listen, I think they they could. At the end of the day, like, does Minnie get into that conversation? Do the Yotes get into that conversation? Like, no. y- y- your Desert Dogs could get in there, Adam, because I'm gonna. This desert dog, desert dogs, yes, many no. It's a great segue into into a name I'm about to drop. So, uh, the one team that's definitely not making it this year, uh, the Calgary Flames. They got a pretty intriguing uh, blue mm-hmm. chip, blue chip defenseman on on their back end, Noah Hannafin. I mm-hmm. truly believe that there's two teams out there that are going to take a swing at him, and the deal will happen before the trade deadline. One of them is the Desert Dogs. They okay. lost Chikrin, uh to the Sens. Uh, Hannafin's on a little bit more of a friendly deal. Problem is, if they're signing, if they're gonna get Hannafin in a trade, they're probably gonna ink him to a long-term deal. He's at the end of his six-year contract, making four point nine five. Uh, so it's a pretty good deal. So, the Yotes are in there, but I've been hearing, you're not gonna like this name. Been hearing the Islanders. Been hearing the Islanders. Yeah, that's such a Lou pickup. Such too. a Lou pickup, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Listen, Hannafin's solid defenseman. Yeah. You you know about Hannafin. Um, 
solid, solid D-man, would help out the Islanders a lot. Uh, and I think this is probably the start of the Calgary Flames fire sale a little bit, right? Oh, they're they're tearing this thing down 100%. But I don't think they do it this year. I think they're they're going to pretend like they're still competitive. So you're um, saying like trade a guy like Hannafin and maybe another disaster. piece and that's about it? Yeah, they're not going to tear down the whole thing midseason. It might be a, a summer type of thing. But, man, they, they're a disaster. They got some mega contracts that, that – uh, they're they're going to be bad for a really long time. Uh, they're going to be bad for a really long time. So sucks to be a Flames fan right now, but I don't I don't I don't really have any sympathy for them. I can't stand them either. So, whatever. <laughs> uh, listen, I don't got I don't got any problem with them. Um, <laughs> Flames fans, you want to chat? We'll chat. We'll sit down. We'll have a cold pint. Don't hit Adam up because he will fucking <laughs> not answer. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> let's get in the NFL. yeah. Let's get over to the NFL. Uh, playoff time, baby. Uh, this is this is it, man. This is kind of what we've been waiting for. So excited, dude! So fired up. Like the every matchup has like a little bit of a storyline to it. When too, you, eh? like everything's got a little. When are you heading like, to Cabo? When are you heading to Cabo with uh, Burrow and Mixon? <laughs> That's jokes, dude. That's jokes, man. Not too long after you'll be there with fucking Allen. And I the know Bills, you see dude, that game last night. First Bills round. Mafia took over Miami. Oh yeah, they took. We over. took yeah, over yeah. Miami. Yeah. Wait till wait till wait till Tomlin runs a fucking defensive. You know what's so funny is this is the this is going to be the year that the Bills win it when everyone's been doubting them all year, Ooh, saying Josh, this is, this is a this is a this bad is year for year. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's looking like on the dying side of, downside of his career, and this contract's a waste. Buddy, you wait when all hey, when everyone's pointing fingers. This is when this team's going to pop. Oh, I'm waiting. No, I'm waiting. So let's run. Right. Listen, hey, if there's any year they're going to do it, if there's any year they're going to do it, the AFC is fucking wide open this year. So if there's any year they're going to do it, this will be this the year. Be, but it's yeah. not. Well, I mean, so let's uh, let, let's. I mean, you want to start with that? Game? Yeah, let's start. Let's, let's start, start with, with that game. game. Let's start with that game. Right, uh, Pitt right, Pitt versus Buffalo. Uh, Pitt seven seed. Buffalo two. Uh, Buffalo wins the division. Correct. Yeah, won the division. Uh, yeah, yeah, won the division. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, won it last yeah, night. Yeah. Suck on that. So. Uh, <laughs> You think you're taking Pitt in this game? No, okay. I'm not, no, I'm not. I, was I was gonna just, say. I was just busting your balls. No, the Bills are gonna stomp Pitt. It's it's gonna be a rout. Okay, so they got no TJ Watt. Yeah, no TJ Watt. Dude, dude, the Steelers are a band aid of a franchise. No, they stink. They're yeah, terrible. They no, it's gonna it's gonna be a absolute rout. It'll be the most lopsided game of the first round of playoffs here. The the super wild card, whatever the fuck they call it. It'll be the most lopsided game the, of all these the, games. It's the spread out, because I'll take Buffalo by a million. It's uh yeah, the spread spreads are out. Spreads are out. It's minus ten. Minus ten? Bills okay, are I'm minus taking 10. I'm taking what's uh do you have the sports book open right now? I don't Okay, never mind. Just theoretically speaking. I'm I'm taking the Bills first half spread in that game. I like that. Yeah, I like that. First and second. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on to. So that's easy then. We we like we like buff. Um, yeah, easy, yeah. easy. Let's stay in the AFC. Let's get the AFC done yeah. first. Let's go Browns Texans. Who do you got? <sighs> to me, this is the toughest because are we getting the CJ Stroud show? Because if we are, I'm going Houston it, it's all the way. If if we were in Cleveland, I'd say Cleveland. But we're in Houston. Yeah. I don't know, man. And a couple of years ago when they had J.J. Watt over there and, and, and D-Hop, buddy, that Houston crowd rocked in the playoffs. Oh, it's going to it's gonna be electric. Like, it, they won the div, yeah, too. Yeah, they won the div, They won, they div won the div, man. <laughs> buddy, you want to you highlight it real quick? Jacksonville <laughs> fucking stinks, dude. Trevor Lawrence is so bad. Is that, oh my is that the God. biggest? Did you watch that last Dude, drive? is that the biggest bag fumble of the year? 
Oh my god, it has to be. It has to be the biggest like 18-wheeler off a cliff of the entire NFL. That was brutal, dude. That last drive, he overthrew three passes. Like like he should have had that pass to Ridley downfield. Completely overthrew him. Uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Ingram overthrew him on an out route. Like it was just brutal. He you could tell that the the mental midget in him really showed there for Trevor Lawrence. That was brutal, dude. Brutal. Sucks to be a Jags yeah, fan. Yeah, right sucks now. to be a Jags fan. But you know, this is nothing new to Jags fans, though. They were the they were the doormat of the NFL for so long and, and now they just get embarrassed. Uh that I don't know what happened with their team, man. They're looking at themselves in the mirror all offseason now, that Jags franchise. Yeah, that's a painful That's a painful offseason. Off we'll, we'll, we'll talk about relevance. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the relevance. Yeah, so no Bengals talk. So okay, <laughs> so we're moving right along. <laughs> so fucking unnecessary. <laughs> Anyways. Houston, I'm taking Houston here. I like your point. They're at home. Uh, if it was in Cleveland, I'd probably take Cleveland. But she did. CJ Stroud has just been the conversation of this entire NFL season. This kid's an absolute Dude, he's stud, so good. man. Yeah, he's unbelievable. He's so good. Uh, he, a lot of people were saying he was the best QB in the draft, dude. And then he ends up getting drafted. What? Not not relatively like top three. Was he top three? No. I I don't, I don't remember, but. But Regardless, best QB in the draft. Best QB in the draft. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that Houston takes this one. I think they take it not convincingly, though. I think it's going to be tight the whole way through. Real close yeah. game. Real close game. Real low-scoring close game, I think. Um, the Browns, like, listen, the Browns, they're all right, but I just don't think they're going to have enough. I think uh, – I think – I think the Texans are just going to have too much for them. I don't think the Browns are going to be able to put up enough, literally just not going to be able to put up enough, enough points. Like I think Stroud is just going to flat out, out outdo Flacco and, and they're, they're going to, they're going to beat them. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I, I got the Texans. I'm going to give you a crazy stat too. Uh, the Browns were eight and one at home this year, three and five on the road. So keep that in mind. Well, there you go. There you yeah. go. Keep that in mind. There you go. That's a great stat. Uh, the last time, last time they played, uh, that was when Amari Cooper went off for like 260 yep. yards, but like if you saw some of those catches he made, like they weren't fucking easy grabs. Like they were 10 bell grabs. Some of those catches. So he's not just gonna go out there and tear up this defense again like he did last time. So and and the defense will definitely be a lot more ready than they were. They're not gonna give up two 260 to to one guy again. So uh, I I got the Texans here. I, I don't I don't know. I just got the Texans. I like that. Uh, let's move on to the last matchup. Obviously, everyone knows Baltimore got the bye. Um, we won't talk. We'll we'll talk about those matchups like next week. You know what I mean? When we can and it's all set. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miami, Kansas City. This is a coin flip to me. Give me the fins. You like the fins too? Give me the fins. Problem is, I don't like how it's at Arrowhead. Neither do I. But give me the fins, dude. Chiefs all season have not had receivers. It's been the fucking talk of the Chiefs all season long. No receivers, no receivers. Like Mahomes has nobody to throw to. Mahomes is getting exposed. Kelsey's got got uh, Taylor Swift in the stands. Kelsey's not performing. It's just been there's too many too many question marks around the Chiefs this year. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, just because you're a T Swift hater, eh? I, I'm taking the fins too. I'm taking the fin. <laughs> I'm taking the fins. Um, you're right. Kansas City's had question marks all season long. Uh, Kelsey's is sidetracked because he's he's got that girl now, right? So he's, he's a busy man. But Patty Mahomes is Patty Mahomes. That that is he though? He, he so it. Oh, is he, he so is. He oh he so is. He hasn't been this oh, year. But he is he come playoff time year. every year. Oh well, yeah, because it's him and the ref. <laughs> oh, with these conspiracies. Listen, <laughs> this is a coin flip, and I'm telling you, it's a coin flip because 
Kansas City could win this game by a long shot or a close game, and so can Miami by a long shot or a close game. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna come down to. Oh, like I would hammer the, the over in this minute, game, no doubt. Play. Hammer the over, yeah. nuke the yeah, over. Oh, a million, oh, a million percent. Well, hold on, I, I want to know the weather before I do that. But if the weather holds up, if there's no, it's not like a snow game or anything, then yeah, I'm down. Yeah, over, over is money. Okay, let's move right along to the uh, the NFC. Yeah, let's do it. These are these are some great matches. Man, these are uh, these are probably going to be the toughest ones to predict, just because all these teams have played great football throughout, and then a couple teams that were playing great at the beginning of the year and seem to be falling off, or it looks like a a five seed or a six seed can win. Yeah, I got I got something to say about. I think I know what team you're talking about. I got something to say about that. We're going to save that for last. Let's start with the Cowboys and the Packers. Yes. Uh, shout out to uh, Jordan Love getting the Green Bay Packers in. and nobody. I Wagon. guarantee you, no. Buddy had the Green Bay Packers making the postseason this year. So they, they put other than the fucking cheese. Yeah, <laughs> other than the cheese. Those guys die <laughs> for their team. They're like Lee fans of the NFL, oh, yeah. dude. Oh, they, they die for their, they, they were crying when Aaron Rodgers, like if AM were to leave us as Lee fans, they, they cried. They cried. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they're also going to be crying on Sunday. Cause I think the Cowboys are going to win this one. Yeah. Yeah. They'll too. stomp them. Um, but it's more of a moral there, there victory. No it's a moral victory for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good that they made it. It's good for the, you know, the development of Jordan Love and, and the whole roster, whatever you want to call it. But it's 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 Cowboys all day here. Um, they're eight and zero at home. Like as much as I would want to see the Packers win, just because it's jokes, you know, the Cowboys lose in the first round of the Packers would be jokes. But I, I, they're they're just too good at home, dude. They're way too good at home. Yeah, so I'm taking Dallas there too. Uh, do you got the spread on that? Seven, seven and, and a half. half. I'll take that. I'll take that seven and a half spread. I don't like that. I don't like the spread. Ah, I, maybe. I, I do like. I, I do, I do. I think the Cowboys have been playing pretty good. And listen, fuck, dude. But it's also the Cowboys. Yeah, it's the Cowboys. It's You're right, back. and it ain't the pri- it ain't the back. prime time game. It ain't the prime time game. No. Nope. Well, I mean, they're they're technically all prime. There's only one game on at a time. No. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But essentially, like it's the 4:30 game. I'm looking. I'm I'm talking. I'm yeah, talking. Yeah, that Sunday night game that. is the one I think that we want to talk about the most too. Yeah, let's let's move right along. We we both got Cowboys here, even though you know it's Dak. But I guess we'll both yeah, yeah Cowboys. Cowboys. But let, let's move right along. It's a hell of a matchup. Playoff football returns to Detroit. Yeah, where the Detroit Lions have not looked the greatest. No, uh, I, I I mean I'm gonna man, this is gonna be a close game, and I I I got the Rams by the spread, but I think the Lions win. Like it's like that's how close I think this game is gonna be. It's gonna be a hell of a coaching matchup between McVeigh and Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's a hell of a coach, dude. Like, this is going to be such a good game to watch. Matt uh, Matt Stafford's coming back. Um, it's it's battle of the old uh, the quarterback, quarterback flips there, the trade yep. there. So it's, it's just the, the storyline behind this whole game. First playoff game back in Detroit, and I don't even know how long. It's, it's going to be a hell of a matchup, but I got the Lions like, just sneaking it out by literally by like a point or two. Like, I, I think the, the Rams still cover the three and a half. But it's gonna be close. Yeah, like so. I'm gonna actually say the Rams here. I think the Rams the last four weeks have been playing wow. exceptional football, dude. Exceptional football. Wow. Their wide receiver, um, God, I can't believe I'm forgetting Buddy's name right now. He got the he he just broke the record for most receiving yards, uh, and re- Nakua. yeah, Nakua most receiving yards and receptions as a as a rookie. Um, they're just. Yeah, they got this. He's like their number one receiver. Oh now, yeah, right? like Cup's not even the number no. one for them anymore. And he's it. got this, uh, like they got this unbelievable vibe going around on their team. And then you're right, the Matthew Stafford return. This guy's a legend, man. Like 
I think that the Lions just they came too early. You know what I mean? They came too early. That that's that's the problem with the Lions. Uh, so don't be shocked here if if the Rams find a way to win this game. You're right. It's going to be close. Uh, now I want I want to say one thing about the Lions because this is going to be a great segue into what I'm about to say about the next yeah. team here. But this is like when when you watching that last game of the season for the Lions there, I completely am drawing a blank on who who it was against. Um, oh my God. Just pulling it up here. Oh, it was against uh, it, it was against the Vikings. Yes. Against the Vikings, um, they 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 even though that game really didn't mean anything, they still played like that game. It was like a do or die game. I love that about the Lions. I love that about any team when they play like that going into the playoffs when their spots already secured. I I love that. You got to stay hot. That's my mentality with that. You got to stay hot. Got to stay 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 firing, stay firing on all cylinders, you know, top tier. You want you don't want to bring your your level of play down cuz it's hard to get it back up when it matters in my opinion. Now, the Lions did that uh, against the Vikings, pulled out the win 30 to 20, you know. Here we go. We're going into the playoffs 12 and 5, get the home field advantage. Here we go. Um so give me the Lions but in a close game. That's great. Lions are firing on all cylinders going into the playoffs, yeah. right? Now you got the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles against the Bucks. And my god, have the Eagles been reeling, dude. They are they are in shambles. Buddy. Like I don't I don't know if they're going to beat the Bucks. I don't know if they're going to do it. We're in Tampa for this game. Don't forget, we're in yeah, Tampa. You're in Tampa. Um are the are the Eagles pulling the fraud card? They're 1 and 4 in their last yeah. 5. Like they've been playing bad football, really bad. Like they're losing to bad teams. They lost to the to the Giants that last week. I know, you know, Hurts started that game. Like they had their guys in there at the beginning of that game. I know they pulled them out at the end, whatever, because it was a whatever game. But again, going back to what I just said, hate that shit. So they lose to the Giants. They lose to the Cards. Uh, they lose to the Seahawks. They lose to the Cowboys. They lose to the 49ers. Like they've they they've just been losing games nonstop. And games that they should be winning if they're the, the whole Eagles that that we all think they are. But I don't think they are. I think they're frauds. Well, yeah, and it, it, with the with the form that their team is in right now, that football club, yeah, you go ahead beat Tampa, dude. You don't stand a chance against the 49ers playing like that. Oh, they're gonna. Stomp they will them. get stomped. They're gonna stomp them. So you're right, but this is also a game where Jalen Hurts and, and his Eagles offense can wake up, right? So yeah, and I think I I do think they're still gonna win only because Baker's hurt. Bad, yeah. bad knee, bad ribs. Baker's bang. Hell of a year for Baker if Mayfield. You had a healthy, oh my god, hell of a year. If you had a healthy Baker going into this game, by the way, the spread is only three points. The Bucks are plus three, which I might hammer. But if you had a healthy Baker going into this game, uh, <laughs> you might get a different uh, result than Eagles fans would like. But just judging by you know how banged up he is. I think the Eagles sneak away with this one, but they could very well lose still. Like, I'm not saying this is a lock for them just because Baker's banged up. Like, they could still lose this game with the way they've been playing football. It's just like what I said, dude. If you're not playing well going into the playoffs, what makes you think you're just going to automatically turn You're right. Over? You're right. Uh, but the Eagles, th- at least this this core with the Eagles, A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, uh, I guess Swift hasn't really had any playoff experience, but uh, that, that core there... They've had enough playoff experience at them where, yeah, they can turn it on. You know what I mean? It's not. This isn't a new core where they were just hot in the regular season. Now near the end, they're they're dying out. These guys have played playoff football before, man. Super Bowl playoff football. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. There's no denying uh, that. I, just, I do like. I do I, like I'd Tampa. Love to see them lose, uh, so I do <laughs> like. I, I do know. like. Listen, if the Eagles can wake up, that that plus three, or I guess they would be minus three. I like that too. Yeah. Like so. 
That's uh, also juicy. Yeah, it's juicy. It's a weird so game. very weird a game. Weird that game. NFC, the entire matchup. I guess we're sad. I'm gonna go Eagles on that one. Are you gonna go Eagles? I'm gonna go Eagles oh. just because Baker's banged up. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go Eagles too. So th- that wraps up everything. AFC and NFC. Um, I would say the AFC's got the more intriguing matchups. Uh, I think so. You wanna you wanna give uh, you wanna give Super Bowl picks before we start the playoffs? Just lock them in right yeah, now. I'm going uh, going Bills Moth, buddy. Bill's moth. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't lock a future. Like you can lock a future on. Doing the matchup. Uh, yeah. You want me to do the matchup? Yeah. Do like who do you got coming out of the NFC? Like, give me who you got coming out of each. I'm, I'm going. Uh, <laughs> gonna shock a lot of people here. People are gonna be pissed. <laughs> don't say it. Don't yeah, say, it. Don't say, say it, it, dude. Don't say it. Don't say it. We're going Bills Cowboys. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god, it's not. It's just so. It's so it's Bills Cowboys, bud. It's Bills Cowboys. <laughs> All right, all right. You want you want to be really shocked with what's about the what I'm about to yeah. say right now? Obviously, give me the Niners coming out of the out of the NFC. I think the Niners are winning the whole thing this year, no matter yeah. what. Um, uh, you know, I said it before we started highlighting um, all the uh, the playoff matchups here, and I said the AFC is wide open this mm-hmm. year. And you know, Cleveland, nah, Houston, nah, <laughs> KC, a lot of questions. Miami, they 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 tend to you know break uh, break no down way. in big moments, and the Steelers are nothing. Uh, I can't, I hate the Ravens, and I, I Josh Allen. Let's go. Looks like he's 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 ready Let's to carry go. them. Give me the Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl. Let's go, Give baby. Me the Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers. Those are my picks. Lock them in. So you think that you think the 49ers uh, yeah. are winning hate, it out? Hate, hate to say you, it. Hate the 49ers. You think the 49ers are yeah, winning it out yeah. right? But you I, think that the you think that okay? I like that. Yeah, as, as long as they stay healthy, as long as the Niners stay healthy, like we obviously saw what happened last year with Brock Purdy going down and all that. But as long as they stay healthy, I, I just don't think anybody can beat them. They are so good, dude. I don't, like defense and offense. They are so good. But listen, I think uh, I think everything's kind of just lined up for uh, for the Bills here. Uh, if Allen, listen, Allen's got to do. Allen's got to be like the best player ever. Like he's got to play lights out football. Like better than he's ever played, but he's looking like he's about to do that. Uh, I think they've been through enough uh, losses, like tough losses, where this team's ready to take that next step. Uh, and as much as it pains me to say it, I think they're they're going to get there. This I love year. it. But never thought I'd see the day. They, I don't think they beat the Niners, but <laughs> I don't think they beat the Niners. But you know, well, hey, hold on, get to the hold dance, on. Anything can happen. Well, your mindset. So let's say like. Like you obviously you predicted them absolutely routing the Steelers. So let's say they move on to the championship championship game right before the Super Bowl, um, and and mm-hmm. they've obviously beat the Steelers convincingly. Uh, they would play. I guess it'd be the winner of Miami and KC. They they beat them convincingly. Does your mindset change on the Bills? Do you think that they could actually easily beat the 49ers? Um. I don't know. I'd have to see how the Niners are playing True. too, right? right? Like I'd have but to. But the see. Niners are on buys. Listen, man. like I said, the buy hey, fucks you. No, I know. I hate. I hate the buys too. That's another thing. Like I'm. Like I said before, so it's the stay hot mentality. Yeah. That's just the way. I, the way I think about it. But hey, listen. You get to the dance. Anything exactly, can happen. Exactly right. So, you just got to get to the I dance, know. and then we can see you can <laughs> you just move. Get exactly. To the dance. Yeah. I like that. All right, let's do a, a quick pick of the week. I'm gonna keep it super simple. We touched on him earlier. 88 William Melander. I'm going him anytime uh, against the Islanders. Against the Islanders. Okay. Okay. That's so that's my pick. Right. That's a Thursday night game, right. by the way, in Long Island. We we talked about that. But yeah, Willie Nealander, anytime goal scorer against the Islanders on Thursday. 
Give me, uh, <clears throat> I think it's the 11th. Give me 44. Give me 44 anytime tomorrow night against the wow. Sharks. Wow, I like that. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while since he's put me right. in the back of the net. So give me 44 anytime. Alrighty. Well, I like that. I'm probably going to lock that in tomorrow, actually. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Oh, hey, that was a hell of an episode. Hell of an episode. Right of an episode. Uh, yeah, so we got boots on the ground, Adam and I, for uh, for Saturday night's – or so, sorry, Sunday night's game. It's a back-to-back uh, against yeah. the Red Wings. Uh, so episode will be recorded on Monday. Maybe drop it on Monday that night or, or Tuesday morning. We'll see. Uh, but listen, socials will be attached to both Spotify and Apple. Uh, and, you know, just spread the word about the Jock Talk pod. Two guys just love to, to chop it up about sports. Uh, and that's why we love why you guys listen. So we appreciate everything. And uh, I think I think that's it. I think we can wrap this thing up. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Sounds good to Alrighty. me. Cheers. Cheers.